0: Welcome to the podcast, My Journey with Cancers. Here is your host, Karen Groysing. Hi, everybody. My name is Karen Groysing, and you are listening to My Journey with Cancers. Welcome back. Today, I am just going to talk about some of my thoughts and feelings on my upcoming surgery. I have been through a lot of surgeries, uh, but all elective surgeries, nothing where they said, you know, you have to have this done. I mean, yeah, even electives, they suggest that you have things done. I have, you know, had knees and hips and my back and tonsils and things like that. Uh, But this is different. One of the ways this is different is, even with all the advancements in science over all of the years, cancer is still a scary word. Um, it shouldn't be. I have been blessed with being caught early on both of my cancers. But now you're talking about something that I have to have done as, I guess, a life-saving type of a measure, for lack of better words. If you let it go and you don't do it, it's going to grow and it eventually will start to threaten my my being so i have to you know have to have it done the other thing that is been weird for me or making it a little bit more difficult And I'm sure some of you can relate to some of this. You know, when you lose your parents, life's a little different. You don't have them to turn to anymore. I lost my mom when, she, when I was 15, and I still miss her very much every day. And my dad's been gone for a little over a year. So he raised me through my teens and young adulthood and he remarried, and she, his, his wife is very caring and loving. And I know that she's there for me, in whatever aspect I would need her to be. But it's still not my parents. I was in Milwaukee on Saturday and went to do some haircuts for some friends. And my, the cemetery where my mom and her parents are buried is maybe a 10 minute drive from there. And I hadn't been there for a bit. And I like to stop in every once in a while and clear some of the grass that's starting to grow over the headstone a little bit too much. And clean off the headstone. And this time, it brought me to tears. There are other times it does. But this time, I was bawling. I'm crying right now. Even though you can't see it, maybe you can hear it a little bit. But I miss my mom. This is... Not necessarily a woman thing, right? Men can get breast cancer too. But I'm a woman. And so what I in- initially go for is I wish my mom was here. You know, God needed her more than, than he felt she was needed here on earth. And there's days that I still struggle with that. You know, why did he take her from me? But then I have to try and remember and remind myself that she's looking down on me. My faith tells me that she's always with me. And God is always with me. And she's with God. As well as my dad is with God. And this is also the first surgery That I have had to go, that I'm going to be going through without my dad. That man was at every single surgery I had. And I had a lot of them. I even had some as a child. And he was there. While they were getting me ready for surgery, he was there while I was in surgery. And he was one of the first faces that I saw after surgery. And this time he won't be there. And it makes me really sad. But he too is with God and he's looking down on me and my faith tells me that you know our heads tell us that and i do believe it but our hearts break a little when we're not having those people with us that we are so used to having by our sides in the most difficult of times i will have my loving husband and my children and their spouses And I have plenty of family and friends and my church family. But it's not my mom and dad. And that is going to be really hard this time. But one of the things that I have to remember that my dad told me before every surgery, everything's going to be all right, kid. And I'm going to see on the the other end of this. And instead of counting backwards from 10, say the Lord's Prayer. And before you know it, you'll be waking up in recovery. And that's what I do every single time. I say the Lord's Prayer. I don't count backwards. And that has been... One of the blessings that my dad has given me to take with me for the rest of my life. You'll come out on the other end, kid. Just say the Lord's Prayer. And before you know it, you'll be waking up in recovery. Something so simple, right? Something that we say in church every Sunday. Maybe some of you, like me, say it during the week, too, when you pray. But how many of us think about bringing God into that surgery room with us? Day, whether it's a day surgery, whether it's an inpatient Inpatient surgery, do we remember to bring him with us? Probably not. We'd like to say we do, and that we always remember to do that. But I think that, like a lot of things... We take for granted that God, he's there. I don't always have to say anything, and we don't. God knows what we're thinking and what we're feeling. He understands us better than we understand ourselves because he knows what our life looks at because he created our path before we were born. And he guides us through it. And he lets us stumble along the way sometimes. And then he puts those choices in the road for us to hopefully get us back on our feet. And maybe sometimes he has to pull us in the right direction a little harder than he anticipated. But he's always there with us, guiding us each and every step of the way. And we have to remember that in the simplest of things, he's always there as well as the hardest of things. And I don't know about you, but there'll be times I'm looking for something in my house and I can't find it. And I start retracing my steps and I start thinking where where could that be? And then all of a sudden, there it is. It pops in. There it is. Exactly what I've been looking for. And you know what I try and do every time? Thank God. Thank you, Lord, for helping me find this. Thank you, Lord, for pointing me in the right direction of retracing my steps because I believe that he is with me in those small moments as well as the big moments, the sad ones, the happy ones, the indecisive ones. And I believe that my parents are watching over me and my brothers and all of their grandchildren and great grandchildren. But you still want that hug from them, right? Sometimes in the hard moments like this, sometimes you can even feel like that little kid again that was scared whose parent came and gave him that hug of reassurance that everything was going to be all right. And I just have to remember that it will be all right. I'm in excellent hands with my surgeon. I trust her immensely. My oncologist, my radiation oncologist, I have a great team of doctors and nurses who have not taken one bit of my time with them for granted as if it were just another patient on another day delivering the same news as... Just, here we go again, you know, just, you know, pull out three recorder because we're doing this again today for the 15th time. It was never that. And I know I've told you that before. So I know that they are going to be taking good care of me during that procedure and afterwards and that they're not going to let anything happen to me because God has my life planned out for me. So as much as my life is in their hands, it's in his hands more. God has control of my life. And it's, none of this is about having a fear of dying. It's the loneliness of not having my parents, and especially my dad, because he was the one who finished raising me. He was the one who was at every Christmas concert, at every play at school. He was the one who, you know, went to talk to the counselors at school when it was time to discuss whether, you know, I'd go on to college or not. He was the one who made sure that I went to church every Sunday, as well as my brother's. And because he was such a strong Christian man, he has three kids who believe and who made sure that their children were taught the ways of God. And you know, from that, I was a Sunday school teacher for for a few years. I was a confirmation teacher for a few years. I continue to sing in the church choir. I do my weekly woman's Bible study with a group of absolutely fabulous, fabulous women, great sisters in Christ. And it's just the fact that I wish my dad was here. But I have to remind myself, because this is the first really big thing that I'm going through since he's passed on, that he is with me, and that he is giving me those hugs because all I have to do is close my eyes and remember how those hugs felt. It's a difficult thing sometimes for people to share their fears or even share their belief in God. And you shouldn't because there's always somebody who will listen whether you just need them to sit and listen and not even say anything. And there are plenty of other people that believe in God just like you do. He is our Father, first and foremost, for all of us. And I am so grateful that He sent His only Son for us. Because if you think that this world is in trouble, imagine what it would have been like if he wouldn't have come. It would probably be a huge disaster. And so I'm... I'm very grateful. Probably the holiday I'm most grateful for is Easter. When he died for us. And that's a hard holiday for me. Because that was the last holiday that I got to spend with my mom before she passed away. but is the holiday that I am the most grateful for. Because look what Jesus gave up for us so that we could be forgiven. He, did, he just did tremendous things for us. And that's what I will continue to hang on to in my good days and in my bad days. And I will definitely continue to hang on to that when I go in for my surgery, which will be a week from Tuesday. And next weekend, I am not going to do a podcast I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to spend some time reflecting and praying and getting myself mentally prepared for my surgery, which I think is just as important as being physically prepared for the surgery in the way that the doctors want me to be. And then the following week I will come back and I will share with you how my surgery went and how well I am doing at that point and how my recovery is going and i want you to share your stories with me message me on facebook my journey with cancer's page like it um send me a message about your story follow you know follow me on facebook there and Wherever you're listening to my podcast from, please uh, hit the follow button there as well so I know how many of you are listening. And have a very blessed week. And I will talk to you on the other side. Thanks for listening. This has been my journey with cancers. Count your blessings, everybody.